0: What's new? How is the world renewed? On behalf of Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. I'm Ed Peters. We continue today in Acts chapter 11, moving on to verses 22 through 24. The news of what was taking place in the city of Antioch reached the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to check on this development. The sending of Barnabas was apparently in keeping with the Jerusalem church's policy of sending leaders to check on new ministries that came to their attention. We saw an example of this back in chapter 8, verse 14, where Peter and John were sent to Samaria to check on the ministry of Philip. Now, here are verses 22 through 24 and Luke writes. When the church at Jerusalem heard what had happened, they sent Barnabas to Antioch to help the new converts. When he arrived and saw the wonderful things God was doing, he was filled with excitement and joy and encouraged the believers to stay close to the Lord whatever the cost. Barnabas was a kindly person, full of the Holy Spirit and strong in faith. As a result, large numbers of people were added to the Lord. This is a wonderful thing that is said about Barnabas. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and full of faith. And there is no reason why every Christian shouldn't be a good person. Barnabas became the pastor of the church in Antioch. He began exhorting, which would be teaching and preaching. And the congregation grew, for many people were added unto the Lord. As the church grew, it became evident to Barnabas that he needed an assistant pastor. And, as we will see in the next few verses, he knew just where to go to
1: get a good one. Now, here with today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. Anytime there is a great spiritual movement, there is suspicion and concern. When some Hellenist Jews went to the great city of Antioch, way up north on the western coast of the Mediterranean, and as a result of their witness, many Gentiles believed and returned to the Lord. The home church in Jerusalem became alarmed. Perhaps this whole movement was getting out of hand. The conversion of Cornelius, the God-fearer at Caesarea, was one thing. But the conversion of a great many pagans was quite another. The church at Jerusalem, 300 miles to the south of Antioch, heard about it they considered themselves responsible for the direction of the church that was taking in the world. Here is their reaction as Luke describes it. News of this reached the ears of the church at Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw the evidence of the grace of God, he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. He was a good man full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. It was a critical move for this Jerusalem church, far more critical than the group realized. This had to be the right man. The future of the Christian church was on the line. When the gospel took hold in Samaria, in response to Philip's testimony, the Jerusalem church had sent Peter and John, a wise and a good choice. Now, someone needed to go to Antioch. The one chosen to investigate the situation was none other than Barnabas. He was one of the seven men the church had chosen earlier to take care of welfare matters, especially of the Hellenistic widows, in order to relieve the apostles of that responsibility. This, too, proved to be a wise and a good choice. In the first place, Barnabas was originally from the island of Cyprus. He had that in common with some of the men who had started the work in Antioch. There was that tie-in. He was a wise choice for that reason. Second, he was a loving man. Luke wrote earlier that the name Barnabas meant son of consolation or encouragement. He was an encourager. He knew how to encourage people. Evidently, the Jerusalem church felt that that would be a good trait for a man chosen to go to visit this new group of Gentiles in Antioch, a loving encourager. Third, Barnabas was a man who was open to change. Whether the Jerusalem church realized this or not, we don't know, but here was a man who wasn't bound by rules and regulations. He didn't make a god of the Torah, the law. He did not have the kind of outlook that was so rigid that would stifle any breakthrough. This is a tremendous trait for any Christian in any age. The ability to change is a most desirable trait, especially as a person matures in age. The psalmist wrote, where there are no changes, there is no fear of God. I spoke to an old man recently who told me that he quit going to church because he couldn't adjust to the changes we must realize that God changes forms in order to reach and to meet the needs of different ages and cultures. That is often how breakthroughs come. Barnabas could roll with change. He didn't raise questions about Gentile inclusion in this new movement, nor did he deal with the Torah or dwell on circumcision. He was open to change. A fourth reason why this man was a good choice for this task. Barnabas had the fantastic ability to recognize the grace of God. He evidently knew what freedom in Christ was all about. He understood grace, and he understood the freedom that that grace brings with it. Freedom is more than just a privilege. It's a responsibility. I know people who count freedom in Christ just a privilege that gives them permission to do anything they wish That's not the point of grace at all. We have the freedom to do God's will God's way. And Barnabas recognized that the grace of God was operating in Antioch and that the old forms and structures were not a part of God's plan for this Christian church, whether Jew or Gentile. The more I look at this man Barnabas, the more I admire him and want to learn from him. One further comment about him. We have no record that he ever moved back to Jerusalem. He immersed himself in the work of building the church at Antioch. He identified with it, and he just stayed there. We have no record that he ever reported back in person to the church in Jerusalem. Perhaps he did it in writing. He did return to Jerusalem for a visit sometime later, not to report, but as a companion of Paul in the work of missions. When the men from Cyprus and Cyrene came to Antioch to spread the good news, Luke writes that a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. After Barnabas got there, Luke writes again that a great number of people were brought to the Lord. After Barnabas arrived, the influx of people became a host. In one sentence, be a loving encourager, open to change and to the grace of God, like Barnabas, an excellent example for all of us.